the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. I'm the co-host of the show, Jake B. My brother and the host of the show, Duddy B himself, is out on a vacation with his family. Well-deserved, by the way. He just got off a long, nearly two-month tour with his band, The Dirty Heads. They were on the road with 311, The Interrupters, Bikini Trill, and The Dreamers. And he was nice enough to take myself and the Cutlass brand clothing line on tour with them and we set up booths at every show and we did podcasts on the road whether it be from the bus or a hotel room and we got to meet a bunch of you fans so uh it was one of the best summers of my life duddy b said it was one of the most fun summers he'd ever had it was good for he and i to be able to hang out all summer together what a summer it was everybody and thank you to everyone who came to the cutlass booth and said hello to me and red and josh and everybody from the reamp studio team it was pretty much amazing, but we're back at home and my brother's gone for two weeks and he and I both, we did not want to leave you guys with a silent two Wednesdays in a row because he's going to be gone next week as well. So we're going to have to figure something out for next week. But for this week, we decided uh, we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So how can we do this? What can we give our fans? What can we give the listeners? So what we did was we came across an episode that we recorded on tour. Now, for a multitude of technical reasons, we didn't air this episode. We had some video issues. We had some audio issues. At one point, the bus driver hopped onto our bus and turned it on. And that's his job. He wasn't out of place to do that. He didn't know we were recording a show in the back. And a lot of things got messed up. So we kind of decided not to air it. But I'm glad we didn't because now we have this week, what we're going to call the lost episode, okay? So this this show was uh, taped, I would say, three weeks ago, roughly. It was backstage at a show that the Dirty Heads played in Arizona. It was an amazing show. There was like 15,000 or more people. I don't know. This was one of the biggest shows on the tour. It was packed. A lot of energy. So after the show, my brother hits me up. I'm out at the Cutlass booth selling clothing, you know, and he texts me and he says, I want to do a podcast tonight. All right. So we set everything up in the bus and we just grabbed whatever guests we could. My brother, I think, was just feeling good and wanted to talk. So we grabbed very quickly, like within five minutes, we grabbed Big Mike, who's become a regular on the show over the tour. He is the, the stage sound guy for the Dirty Heads. He mixes all the sound that the Dirty Heads hear in their ears when they're playing on stage so that they can do their best and, and, and have a good show for the crowd. Very important guy and very funny guy. We all love him. 
We also, um, our buddy Matt Sound, his actual name is Matt Lawrence. We call him Matt Sound. He lives in Arizona. He's an old friend of my brother and mine. He was the front of house sound guy, the main sound guy, the sound that the audience hears. That was his job for the Dirty Heads for seven years in the early days of the band. So he lives in Arizona. He came out to the Arizona show. We had him on the podcast. Great guy, super funny. You're going to love him. Now, a special bonus was famous country singer Travis Tritt. His son is a fan of the Dirty Heads and a friend of the Dirty Heads. He came to the show, heard that we were about to do a podcast, and he said, well, I'm going to jump in with you boys. So he hopped on the bus. We had a whole crew on this bus. And uh, Tristan, uh, Tristan Tritt is his name. He just, uh, you know, added some some sugar to the whole thing. And he's a great dude. He was very funny. And it was great to have him on the bus. So since there were some technical difficulties, we're not going to air the entire episode. It actually, we, we lost some of the audio and the video and all that. So we're going to choose the best clips from what we had left. And I think you're going to love it. There's actually a lot of good stuff. So let's dig right into the show. The very first clip uh, takes place, I think it was about seven, eight minutes after we started recording. Um, and this is this is Duddy B talking to Matt Lawrence about kind of the early days of touring with the Dirty Heads, being in a van and dealing with all the funny stuff that they had to go through early on. Uh, check it out. Hope you like. Matt Lawrence. So Matt here, our third guest. On a day we had no guests, we now have three. He did. He was the front of house sound guy for the Dirty Heads for seven years, right? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And back when we were, you know, he did a few years with us on a bus, but he was in there on the years where we were grinding in the van. Yeah. I, I remember doing a couple like fifteen-hour drives with you, where you were driving, I was in shotgun, and we well, would maybe switch off or something here and there, but we would just go. We would go. We would go, and I think the a couple of these. Uh, couple of the driving stories uh i think i might say it the 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 old deer story oh yeah that, that's not a feel-good story but no, it's we, not. I, if, I think we should tell it at some point but is that gonna be your story? band camp we've never told it he was all oh. dude because i was telling um that's, that's matt before the show real quick like you know matt came to the show tonight and he's an old friend we haven't seen him in a while so when duddy texts me and said let's do an episode the first person i asked because he was standing next to me i'm all matt we're doing an episode maybe you got a band camp story and so the deer story is the first one he brought up. And it's not a happy it's, story, like you said, but it's a crazy story. So <laughs> save it for band camp. But. I will save it. But the, the other part to that was uh, when we would drive and we would be in the van, it yeah. was like, how long can we go? And I think it was uh, uh, Kansas City, Missouri to somewhere in Wyoming. It was about 13 hours. And I would drive yeah. and you would pack the bowl yeah. and I would be driving and you would light it and I would... Yeah. I would hit it yeah. and blow, and we would 13 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. 13 hours in a band. So, yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we pushed hard. And this was back, too. I think this was even back when I remember when there was no, like, cell phone map no. situation. No. I don't even think we had the TomTom Tom no, thing no. yet. It was Google Maps. And so what we did before a tour, what you would do is you would look up every single venue, venue to venue, and you'd map it out. You'd print out those maps and you'd make a folder yes. and you'd go day to day. You'd flip the folder and be like, okay, here's our map to the next venue. And you'd be driving and one guy would just be like, you got to turn left on Derrick Road in eight miles. And if you passed it, <laughs> good luck. Yeah. So, I mean, times have a change. Well, and now you, you guys are obviously getting sponsored by, uh, you know, uh, what, what is this lovely alcohol that you get sponsored by? 
proper this twelve. This is proper, proper twelve. 12. Thank well, you for setting that up. Irish proper whiskey. Proper twelve. That's right. Yeah. Proper twelve has not always been in your life. Segway proper twelve has not always been. Because I remember in that van. Oh yeah. We were drinking Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Oh wow. One one point seven five between all of us. That wasn't a title-winning uh, UFC fighter, was it? Evan Williams? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it, it could does, be. It, it, it sounds probably, like it could be, but it wasn't the same he as would, Evan Trump. Tanner. Was it? Yeah, he was, was it? Evan <laughs> Tanner was a title holder so, yes, in the UFC. So, yes, that long, yes. long time in the van. Well, yeah. those Rest in peace. It sounds kind of close, but not exactly the same. Yeah. What were you going to say? Those were the days, what? Those were the days, too, where it was like, you know, we were, we were making pretty much zero dollars. <laughs> so... You know, you got Evan Williams, and we loved it. We got a bottle of Evan Drink Williams, and it was your baby. <laughs> and you were sleeping in a van with ten people, so you weren't laying down. You were sitting straight up with probably two guys, one on either side of you. If you were lucky, you had the window seat so you can lean against the mm -hmm. window. So you were drinking some Evan Williams to go to bed. And, and obviously, we made songs about whiskey and weed. <laughs> we did. And, w, and the w, weed w, part. Double, double, you double, you double, whiskey and weed. weed. Whiskey, whiskey and weed. weed. Yes, that's a fucking smash. Well, Let me well, tell we, you. We should bring it back up. We should, we should <laughs> Wait, what was the band it. name again? Storm, Storm Dolphins. Dolphins. Storm we, we Dolphins was like. Way, a, if anybody yeah. wants to look it up. Yeah. Uh, no, Go that, on, was like a, that was like a. That was in sync. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, Storm, Storm Dolphins. Dolphins. Do yourself wow. a favor. Go on yeah, YouTube. Look up Storm Dolphins. Lucky Penny. And you're gonna get yourself a visual treat. Okay. And an audio treat. Yeah. But the weed part. Literally, I remember. You know when. Before, again, back to your guys being sponsored by Weed Stuff. Uh, by the way, what is the Weed Stuff? Weed Stuff. Don't try and We'll get to the sponsors, <laughs> all right? No, the, uh, but the fucking program so director that, over here. That, I, yeah. Before all right. that, I would come on the bus with literally a bag of what I would call weed. Yeah. And it was, it was stems and seeds. Yeah. And I remember you going, what the fuck is this, Matt? And we picked him out. And it was more stems and seeds. Well, than and, it we've, was. and we've actually talked about this on the show, where it's like back in the day when we would tour, you'd go to places, you know, random places in the, in the Midwest or wherever, and uh, and you got some weed, and likely it was pretty bad. It wasn't very good. Uh, Nowadays, you can you can get good weed wherever you go, wherever you go. It's very it's very nice. And yeah, you do I, it. I don't smoke that weed like like I don't smoke that much weed often, so. When I do get weed, I hope it's kind of shitty because it doesn't taste <laughs> smart. Smart. Hey, man. Every time I go to like a legal state, because I'm, I'm dude, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. When I go to a legal yeah. state, it, it, I feel almost like I'm on acid. I can't control myself. I yeah. lose complete ability of my muscle function. It's gone. I want the shitty weed, like the the, the, the stuff that y'all were talking shit about, calling it what what was it, ditch weed? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, I want the brown shit. I want the brown shit. That's that's what I want. You or you need just they need to make good that. weed that's not heavy. Yeah, yeah. That's I want the brown is. shit. Seriously, well, light do. good weed. They, they, they make that right. Yeah, but like, I respect that though because it's good that you know that. And then you're not out there just like, well, I'm trying to be cool. Y'all so are I'll trying to come toast my ass, man. I can't enjoy yourself, anything. Like that, and you should, and and you shouldn't. Yeah. You should not come toast yourself. Yeah. No. You want to just like if you're about to watch you know, a movie, yeah, and play no. video games, sure. Hey, some people you know can have you know twelve beers, and they'll be kind of okay still. Maybe a little buzz, but they're still okay. Some people you know have three beers and they turn into a complete fucking asshole. Same with pot. Some people can smoke weed all night and kind of still be the same guy. Some people take one hit and you're like, dude, you're worthless. All right. See, that was a great clip. I love that when the, here's the thing. 
Whenever you hear someone speaking about the funniest stories they had, whether it's a professional athlete or a musician or anybody or anybody in life, really, even if you're talking to your friends about funny stories they have, they're typically from the past. They're typically from the time of struggle, right? When the band is small and they're in a van and they don't get paid for the shows or when the athlete is still in college, isn't making any money or when anybody in life was back in college or back in high school. Those are the best stories. So I love it when old friends, musicians get together and we start talking about the days when everyone was just still in a van sitting on each other's laps and talking shit. Anyway, great clip, but let's move on to the next one. So this very next clip here features Big Mike, who's becoming a legend on the show. He's an honest dude, and he, he never holds back. And I guess Mike had a bit of an accident on his tour bus a couple days before this podcast, and he told us about it. So let's move into this next clip. Enjoy. On this tour, Mike, I'm going to tell everyone. Oh, go ahead. Uh-oh. It's okay. Uh, on this tour, all, all of my yeah, important yeah, people Mike already know about it. threw up on oh, the bus. I did. Mike, and it was like, oh, it was like week number one. <laughs> Oh, we yeah. it was a roadie Friday. <laughs> we had a good week. His first experience. It was a roadie Friday, <laughs> so, firstly. So yes. okay. For those of you listening who don't know what roadie Friday is, it's any day of the week that there's not a show the next day. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So Correct. if it's Tuesday and there's no show the next day, Roadie that's roadie Friday. Roadie Friday is Tuesday. It doesn't okay. matter. It's right. it's a way of life. Yeah. Not and so it, much. And, it doesn't uh, matter what day it is. And Crew Year's Eve is if you don't have a show for two days. Yes. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that two one. Two days off. That You're lucky to make it back to the bus. I like that. Nice. Yeah. So, Roadie Friday, we had drank a lot, and um, in the back lounge, uh, uh, somebody used to work for us had the little dab rig, and I thought I was cool and hit that thing four times. Four times. Oh, it tasted idiot. really good, like, and, 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 and it smelled amazing, but like 10 minutes later, I walk up to the front lounge, and all of a sudden, the whole bus took off like a fucking helicopter. Oh, yeah. And I'm like holding on to the thing, and I I got to fucking puke. You're on it. You're on the helicopter. Yes, but it's not actually a helicopter. No, it's a, it's a bus. So, okay, duh. just had to. <laughs> Buses can't move like that normally, but in my head, my spirit, I was spinning, and I, I ran to the bathroom and I puked, and there was no water in the in the bowl, so the puke just spattered everywhere, and it went on the oh. wall, and it went behind the toilet. And my drunk ass knows that I just fucked up. I know I just fucked oh. up. So I, I get paper towels and toilet paper, <laughs> and I'm on my knees. I'm trying to clean shit. Oh, I'm, my I'm God. Fucking, if you, if it's you just could picture in a bathroom in a bus, and thing. you could picture the size of Mike, yeah. picture Mike on his knees oh in a God. bus bathroom. It's like being in half a bathtub. <laughs> Wait, you're a solid, you're solid, what, five foot seven? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and no, a foot. But- um, <laughs> so, uh, for some reason, I thought that I did a good job cleaning this bathroom. So I went out and I sat back at the table. And what's funny is Scotty, who was with me, didn't even realize I was gone. And I was oh. gone. I was in the bathroom for like 20 fucking minutes. Did Scott take some dabs? No, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he did. But he was already worthless at that point, probably. <laughs> and so I go to bed. And my drunk self says, everything's okay, I go to bed. And I get up at like noon or noon 30 the next day and there's been drama they don't know who who puked, but somebody had to clean puke off the wall in the bathroom, and it got it like almost like at a head height, which I don't really understand the physics of how that happened. Anthony, but, uh, you feeling a little better about we'll yourself? We'll just leave right it now? at this that it uh, drama ensued, and I puked all over the, the bus bathroom, and because of dabs and the spins. Big Mike, dude, always coming through, always good for a great story. What a stud! What a legend! 
almost a bummer that he lives all the way in Florida and we do our show all the way over here in California because going to be tough to get him on the show in the future, but we will find our way back to Big Mike on a tour in the future. I promise you that. So let's move on to this next little zone here. And this is a zone that, of course, makes Duddy feel good. That's right. The Segway captain himself, Duddy, finds another interesting way to flow us into the sponsor segment of the show. And this is a particularly funny sponsor read segment. You know, we do all our sponsor reads live and we just kind of make it up as we go. And this one gets a little out of hand, but it's hilarious. Here we go, man. You got to shit. You got to shit. And when you got to throw up, you, you throw, throw up. up. And afterwards, you fucking feel good, guys. Oh, wow. You feel oh, so good. Wow. Wow, so circle. Just like I'm our sponsors make us feel. Just a legend. And on the show, we got some sponsors, <laughs> and they make us feel good. And one of those sponsors is whiskey. And proper flow is that whiskey. This fucking whiskey is great. And if you get a bottle of Proper 12 and you get together with friends or by yourself because you're an alcoholic and you get a shot glass and you take a picture of yourself with that, taking a shot, you tag Feeling Good with Duddy and you tag Proper 12, I'm going to send you something like this right here. Watch. I just sent good vibes to everybody who tagged the picture last week. And they're, right? They're feeling good right now. So if you want to be feeling good, do what I just said. Proper 12 whiskey. It's delicious. Give it a go. Jake's going to pour us some shots right now. Mike just took the ball. Uh, I was going to take a picture of myself. Mike's going to take a picture. He's going to tag. tag. Oh, he's going to tag. Oh, yeah. there you go. You're going right. to feel good instantly. I'm he's one of those cool guys that takes pictures while we're doing yeah, something. Yeah, he's creating yeah, yeah. content right. when I'm Old supposed ass. to be pouring. All right, Proper 12. Check it out. Also. Oh, look at Big Mike. Oh, uh, cool oh. pick. Oh, with a wink. Oh. Oh. Hey, you can subscribe to Mike at uh, MySpace at Mike twenty twenty six nine six nine. It's Mike McMega. Sorry, four twenty six nine three eleven. And then also Sticky Vapes, another great product we use on the daily. I always have one of these in my pocket because I like the smoke and I'm on the go, and I can't have a vaporizer in my pocket because I don't got nothing to plug it into. So I have a vape pen. And they are great. We actually uh, we made our own with uh, with sticky vapes, our own dirty head vape pens. We got an indica, we got a sativa. They are both absolutely delicious. Great company, great people. Check it out, stickyvapes.com. Jake, where do you use your sticky? I vape? use them in hotel lobby bathrooms. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Also, Koi CBD. I love this product so much. I do these drops every day. With my coffee in the morning, I drop it up, and now I'm even like double dosing. Now I'm dropping like mid afternoon, too. Double dosing on those drops. <laughs> I love it. They make me feel so good. And I'm playing guitar on the road. I played baseball my whole life. My wrist, my elbow, they get super sore. I rub these creams on them. Jake, <laughs> you were bragging, dude. I play baseball forever. I'm a fucking legendary basketball player. Have you seen my ping pong record? Sorry, dude. I had to hit you with that. What's my ping pong record? I heard that you lost a match recently. I did. Ooh. That's the only... Oh. Like a thousand and one. That's I'm your a record. thousand and one. Yeah, Red caught me late. One. Red caught me late and I was hammered. I had a cold. My ankle hurt. I hadn't <laughs> had my CBD that day. You I had too oh. much proper 12. And yeah, Red You are extremely me. good at ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do remember I'm one third Chinese <laughs> yeah. and I guarantee you I'd still whoop your ass. Whoa! I was, one third, whoa. one third, one third. Well, I heard you say. I heard you say earlier you're pretty rich, so you name the price. Well, I am pretty rich, but my, my uh, Chinese are good at ping pong. My grandmother's maiden name was Chao Su Yin, 
So that obviously means I'm pretty damn good at ping pong. Oh, <laughs> it is what legit. Is that is scientific. I've lost that so is. many people money on that bet. So I, I. <laughs> my friend, yeah. that day is gonna come, <laughs> and you are yeah. gonna just eat those words. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of China will be shamed <laughs> wow. on that day. Yeah. Wow, heat. That can You'll be, be excommunicated. <laughs> All right. It ends again. What else, Where dude? Have you we? plugged Koi everything? CBD. I wasn't oh. even done yet. And I got challenged mid-fucking sponsor. Uh, Koi CBD, I take this stuff. It helps me kick everyone's ass in ping pong. It's not a big deal. <laughs> if you go to KoiCBD.com and you put in code WB at checkout, you're going to get 20% off. And if you challenge me to ping pong, you're going to lose. So that's that. <laughs> um, we're going to move on. <laughs> Our last sponsor is on it. This this uh, company is great. We actually were just oh, in Austin not too long ago, and and they took us into their gym and their headquarters. They showed us all around. Um, they they gave us a full workout. Um, just great people, great products. They have so many awesome supplements for whatever you're looking for. They got it. And right now, I'm really loving this instant melatonin spray. We're on the road all the time. We're playing shows. We got the stage the stage late. You're all hyped up. It's hard to go to bed. So you take a couple sprays of that melatonin, you're gonna sleep like a baby. It's awesome. Onnit.com, two N's, O-N-N-I-T.com. If you do a forward slash Duddy, and I think it's Duddy or Duddy oh, B, but we're gonna have sake. it tagged in here. You're gonna get 10% off your fucking order on that shit, and it's great. Get on it. <laughs> I got a good one for Onnit, man. Alpha Brain right now. Oh, yeah. Alpha Brain. man. Alpha Brain keeps you sharp, keeps you focused, man. I cannot recommend it enough. Whenever you're feeling hungover or anything like that, if you party a lot, I don't know if you're like me, <laughs> you're going to need it. You wake up the next morning, take some Alpha Brain, everything's straight. Yeah. You know, you know what's going on. You I know exactly it. what's I going on, it. man. I cannot recommend Alpha Brain enough. Yeah. Big Mike was literally... Asking me for some more Alpha Brain yeah, yeah, yeah. right before the, the show. Package. He was like, you got any more of those? I was like, oh, no, they're all out. Our whole bus, we, they're gone. Everyone's love eating it. the crap yeah, out yeah, of them. Yeah. They love it. They're gone. It, were you on Alpha enough. Brain when you did Armageddon? No, there were no PDDs. You were not. Of course he wasn't. Of course he wasn't. Okay. Yeah. You saw that coming. I'm not well, now there's Hey, guess what? I am. I'm on Alpha Brain right now. All of a sudden, thrown on the match. Yeah. No, so, I mean it's legal. Oh, it's all. But there was no alpha brain. brain. No, it was good. But if I there did, there was no alpha brain. I wouldn't be able to test positive for anything because that's all natural. Adam wow, baby, Mike. All right. Thank you to all of our sponsors. We appreciate this shit out of you, and I hope that they appreciate us. You know, because it can be a bit of a shit show over here, but I'm pretty sure they they know what they signed up for. Oh yeah, we love it. Let's creep into a very important part of each show. You know how every show. Uh, we do have a theme, something that we hope will help everybody feel better in their life. And a lot of times it's common sense shit. I mean, it's things that people already know, but we just reiterate. I mean, the show is about feeling good, even though we're huge trash talkers on here and we're constantly talking shit. In the end, we just want to make people laugh and feel good and laughing always feels good. But we also like to bring up a subject every single episode, something that you can just plug into your daily life and, uh, and hopefully make life a little easier. So this week, Mike, uh, Big Mike himself came up with our theme for the show and it was bounce back. I guess, you know, Mike had a bit of a rough day the day before this podcast and rather than get down about it, he decided to bounce back and have a great day that following day. And he said that's a real important thing to do. So let's get into that and let's chat about how important it is to just sometimes bounce back. So today Mike came up with the subject of the show. I'm going to let him 
announce the subject of the yeah. day, and I'm going to let him give a little speech on here. Get, get up to that mic. So, um, when pressed, and, and I see my boys are struggling to come up with a topic, uh, <laughs> this is something that I normally do is bail them out. Um, this is something that happened to me right, a couple days Mike. ago. And the topic, um, <laughs> thank you, Mike. Um, you know, I had a day of adversity, and it was a rough day, but I had to bounce back. I had to come back in the next time and get my shit together and fix a problem and make sure everything was okay. And I think that's a great subject to talk about because that applies to everybody in every genre and every job and every lifestyle. It's like you're going to have a bad day. It's yeah. going to happen. There's no way to get around it. It's all about how you handle it. It's all about how you bounce back from it. Are you prepared to bounce back from it? Are you going to let it like whoop your ass and put you in a closet and sit there and cry about it? No. You're going to put your boots back on. You're going to get back out there and fuck shit up. Uh, so the bounce back is a great thing to talk about. And what happened to me was uh, I had a rough show. I won't go into details because it's kind of boring in, the, in, in explaining it. But uh, had some technical difficulties and whatnot. And uh, at the end of the show, it was like not good. And, and the vibes weren't like, yeah, 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 that was a great show. And it was something that I had to take care of. So instead of retreating and just hoping shit works out and trying it again and hope it works better i reached out to some friends i got some advice and i tried this and i tried that and uh the bounce back was was awesome we had a great day today we had a great fucking show tonight and uh i feel like by two-thirds of the way show i was fist pumping like yeah, yes. fuck yeah, fuck yeah, everything's great and so it's all about the bounce back and i think it's a great thing to talk about because a lot of people you know when they have one bad moment they let that define them instead yeah. of you know, just chalking it up. It's going to happen. What are you going to do now? It's so true, man. It's, it's very easy to dwell on shit. Just period. And I'm not saying that it's not okay to just be bummed, you know, or a little sad or, or upset because that's just natural. But, you know, you got to get through that and then you got to go, okay, well, what am I going to do to make this better? What am I going to do so next time that doesn't happen? How am I going to improve? What am I going to do? You can't just take that as like, oh my God, that's it. I suck. I'm, it's, it's never going to be better. That's just how it goes. you got to just bounce back. you got to bounce back? Yeah. In this world, in music, in a lot of places, even at your job, if you get a warning from, from a boss or from any, you know, if you have a bad day and someone talks to you about it, that's like, um, that's not even a bad thing. That's them telling you, look, I know that you're good. I'm just telling you that we fucked up. And from there, it's up to you. Yeah, yeah, you can take it personal, you can get butt hurt, and you can fall apart, and then you'll probably be fired from whatever it is that you do. Or you can go, oh, okay, this person's just checking me a little bit, they know that I'm valuable, they know I'm smart, I fucked up. You have to look at yourself and be honest, maybe I did fuck up, and, uh, and then you change, and then nobody will ever be mad at you again. Like, no one gets mad at someone who changes and gets better. So never take any type of criticism, or if you have a bad day and no one criticizes you, but you know you had a bad day, be honest with yourself, be a little bit hard on yourself, and then fucking step up the next day. Yes, you got it. I hope that uh, everybody feels a little bit better after listening to that last segment. It is important to bounce back. We're all going to fail. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you can't dominate the next day. All right, let's dominate this next section because Big Mike is back again. Bounce back again. That's right. Big Mike has a fresh new poop story for us, one that we have not heard yet, and Duddy B himself chimes in at the end with his own poop story. This is awesome. Enjoy this next clip, everybody. Uh-oh, Mike has a that, fresh I poop story. I feel something coming. I feel something coming. What happened? What happened? Mike's got a story. Who are you? Oh, you no. can decide. You, you guys can decide. 
So I'm, I'm out for a run. I think we were in Jones Beach. We were doing that show. And oh, me, and, me and my buddy Scott, we, we took this long run, and we went all the way around. And, and, and the map said it was a big loop. But we get almost like three-quarters of the way through the loop, and there's a big fence, and we yeah. can't get through. we got to go back oh, wow. around. So at that moment, my stomach is telling me, you have to poop soon. All you have in you is just to complete the circle, not to make it back. So I start looking for a place to jump the fence or cut through or something. Scotty leaves me. He's like, dude, I'll run back because he's a goddamn, <laughs> he's a motor. Scott don't have to poop. He's, he's got these long gazelle legs and yeah. he can just, yeah. he can just do that, right? Uh, but he, he don't have to poop. But I remember I saw a porta potty on my run. So yeah. I kind of truck it back and I hit this porta potty and, and I'm making my way to it. And, and within four feet of it, everything turns to ankle high fucking mud. <laughs> so I'm trudging through this mud and I have my shirt off and I have my shirt like tucked into my back waist. Ooh. And I forget that it, that's happening because I'm oh, really concerned about getting to this toilet because it's about to happen. It's about to go down bad. It's a Molotov yeah. cocktail of shit. Right? <laughs> so I drop trowel and I sit in this porta potty and this is this is heaven for the for the good ten seconds that I first sit down. It's heaven. And then I realize I never took the shirt out of my back pocket. It is it is it has dipped in to the porta potty. And I have to check story. it to make sure it didn't go in. That was not oh, that was okay. Slumdog Millionaire shirt, right? It was a roadie fit shirt, okay. actually. It was can a roadie I, fit shirt, oh, and it was my story? favorite shirt. Oh, oh for fuck's oh. sake. You can ask. You can okay, okay. Poke holes. So, poke holes. Straight out of high school. My dad oh, gives me... what the fuck? Wait, no, we got a story. hijack this story. I thought we... You say add on to the story. Add on doesn't mean... My bad, my bad, my bad. It won't get that much. It was a night much like this one. So the full point is it's debatable if I shit my pants or not. So what happened is I pull the shirt up and I get about halfway up with the shirt and I realize I just got to let it go. Yeah, you have to give it a shirt So I chunk it down into the thing. Yes. And I'm sitting there and It was your Tegan and Sarah tour shirt. And it didn't want to lose it. We got you. It was Bonneville. So, you know. No. No. So I'm sitting there in this port potty. I'm pooping. And I'm thinking I got my shit back together. I'm finished. I'm a wipe up. So what? I got to run without a shirt on. Might whip people into a frenzy. You do that anyway. I'm used to that. I'm used to it. So... Um, all of a sudden, the sweat comes in. It's hot. It was hot that day, and that I'm was sweating. And there's and I look down. There's literally sweat dropping off my balls. I know <laughs> what little John's talking about. Oh no! Oh, there's so a visual. What I, what I do? I open the door to the fucking porta potty, and and I'm just in this field in this parking lot during shitting. the day, shitting with the door open, Wait, just no. like gasping for fucking no, air. No, you gave yourself. I didn't care at this point. <laughs> no. So anyway, but if you've ever shit in a porta potty, you know they have the cheapest, shittiest. Toilet paper. Oh you my God! It's rice Imagine paper. what happens when what you put that doing? shitty, thin toilet paper wrapped yes. up in a rat's nest on your butt. Yes. It just disappears. You gotta go 45 <laughs> plus. Yeah. So after a good 10 minutes of trying to clean my ass, I realized I have to be back at the venue. And I have to be back in enough time to take a shower and call my mother and tell her I'm sorry for being such a disgrace <laughs> and go to work. So uh. eventually, I just pull my pants up. And I take off. And I can't walk this walk back. I'm fucking two miles or something away from the venue. I have to run to get there in fucking... In time. In like seven minutes because I run real fast. Um, 
It's three three miles. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Uphill. <laughs> I know we were talking about that earlier. How yeah, you yeah. Fast slow. Runner. So um. I mean, I have rods in my ankles, but thanks for. You have rods everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I have a rod. So I had to <laughs> run. <laughs> so I had to run back to the shop. I had to run back to the venue with an ass. Oh no! Chock full of shit. But I didn't technically shit my pants. So did I shit my pants? Does this story count? No, you did not. No, but it's a great shit story. It's a it unique is. shit story. It's a it's a we're we're it's a, a peek inside what it is like to be on tour. You don't want to look inside. No, you don't want to look inside. But I've had to shit on a porta potty. Finds Nobody that wants shirt. to shit in a porta potty. That's if somebody never... wants to find that roadie fish shirt. Here's the closest. Oh, that roadie that way. I what? may have even told that the story. My closest to shitting my pants was on tour. I, Van Days Warp Tour. Warp Tour. You remember this? Yes. I... And I was the last shift of the drive, and we pulled up to the venue at like five in the morning or something. And the venue wasn't open yet, and, but over the fence I could see a bunch of porta potties. So I hopped the fence yes. and I go, but all the porta potties were locked. locked. They had locks on them. Yeah. Fucking what fuck monster? What could someone do? Steal shit? Yeah, Why like, do you lock ever so a porta potty? I fucking hop back over the fence and I'm just pacing down. I'm like, dude, I got a shit. And that, and I know that any minute now, all the bands and people are gonna start pulling up. Yep. We're like the first ones in the parking lot. So I'm like, I have to do this right now. Oh, you have I choice. fucking just I shit in the parking lot right there. <laughs> in the you fucking did not. I pulled oh my no, pants he definitely out. did. I fucking leaned did my not. back up. I leaned uh, my yeah. back up against the pole. For those of you who are watching. You know, like a pole, you know, like yeah. fucking, yeah. I, I straight leaned up against the pole and just let it there go. There it is. All right, for I the listeners, Duddy's doing a squat well, on you the pole. You did, you, did, uh, you had a Red Bull, or I would have a Red Bull and a cigarette waking up, so I was up with you. Oh, that's so you right. You would have a Red Bull and I remember this about I, I, Matt's yeah, sound, everybody. I, would, I had a Red Bull and cigarette, and then you actually, you went to go poop your pants, and someone said, hey, Jeffree Star. Yes, oh my God. So <laughs> someone Star. called you No, Jeffrey I already Star. had pooped my pants. So it, not my pants, but I already pooped in the parking uh, yeah, lot. Wait, wait, what? And then someone said. I already pooped in the parking lot, and I was so just distraught by this whole thing. It was hot as fuck. I had just been driving for hours, so I just opened our trailer uh, and I pulled out like a lawn chair and I just sat there and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And then some fans rolled up and they roll oh, up and they, they no. come up to my trailer and they go, hey, are you Jeffrey Star? If you uh, don't know who that is, please look it up in reference study. Was, you got five <laughs> seconds to get out of sight or you're all fucking dead. <laughs> wow. Wow. I am just endlessly amazed at how honest people are and how and how much people love to tell Duddy and I that they've shit themselves. And even Duddy talked about a shit story this time around. Duddy still claims he's never shit his pants, and I believe him. He's not a liar. But that was a nice little uh, poopy tale that Duddy gave us. And Big Mike coming in with a... That, is, that might be my favorite shit story. The thought of Big Mike. He's a big dude, everybody. The thought of this dude sitting in a porta potty in the middle of steaming hot Long Island, New York, in the middle of a summery hot day with the porta potty door wide open, shirt that was hanging out of the back of his shorts dipped into the shit portion. Okay, you guys heard the story. I'm just reliving it and it's hilarious. This has been fun. I'm glad that we salvaged what portions of this show that we did because. It actually is hilarious, and I love this episode. And thank you so much to Matt Sound, Big Matt, I'm sorry, Big Mike, and uh, Tristan Tritt for coming on, making it such a fun night. We do have one more segment, okay? And it's a great story. 
This is a very popular segment, one we've been doing since episode one. This is the band camp portion of the show. And this week's band camp is, uh, is done uh, by Matt, Matt Lawrence. And he was the, like I said, the sound guy for the Dirty Heads for seven years. And he was with them in the van, in the bus. He's got a lot of stories. And this one is not particularly a happy story. It's a sad story and it's a weird story, but it's a story. And the end of it gets really funny anyway. And I hope that you guys love it. Thank you so much for sticking around. Here you go. Oh, and this one time at band camp. So we were playing, um, it wasn't Aspen, but it was somewhere in Colorado. Help me out here, Daddy. I actually, it was Utah. No. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. No, it was a. Mountain. It was Breckenridge. All right, we'll Breckenridge. we'll settle on Montana. No, Let's go. No, 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 it was Breckenridge. He is right. He it was right. it was Breckenridge, and we were right. heading to Utah. Yes, we were heading yes. to Utah. From so if you if you if you have been through these these uh, these towns before, and you've been through the mountains, as you guys know, there's multiple bridges, right? There's bridges that you got it, Mike. You got there's multiple bridges that uh you know there's a mountain, a bridge, a mountain, a bridge. And back to earlier in the episode, uh, uh, Duddy and I were talking about uh, how he was my co-pilot, and uh, we would be. Uh, it was, was no, it's it, right now. It's Duddy in the story. <laughs> now uh, it's Jesus. Well, but... I mean, yeah. uh, but anyways, so we, so we are uh, we are driving. All the rest of the guys are in the back of the van. We have a van and trailer. Duddy's my co-pilot. We we don't get but like a twenty minutes, maybe even less. Like we're, ten. In- we're we're on a mountain road, yeah. and we come around a corner on the mountain, and it's it comes to a part where it's like a bridge kind of thing. Yeah. And on the right side of us is mountains, mountains, and nice land for animals to live. And the left side of us is just a fucking cliff. Just a cliff. And so as as we're dropping, or as as we're driving in, um, there is a mom deer and a baby deer. And they're in the middle of this two-lane road. Right in the center of the road. And so I'm driving, and I, Duddy and I both see, like, oh, man, we need to slow down. So we slow all the way down to a complete stop. And I was like, oh, shit, what do I do? The mom and the baby deer are just walking at a very slow pace. Yeah. Like, they're just on a nice stroll at night. Yeah, so uh, more early morning. Them. Early morning, yes. yeah. We pull up behind them. It's probably, what, 3, 4 in the morning, something yes. stupid like that. Yes, something stupid. And, now, and we followed them for five 10 minutes maybe and to the point where we actually had like a line of cars behind us so i go matt maybe just give them a little honk a little toot toot just to see if maybe yeah. they'll scoot to the side so we can move along this was your fault and i forgot you tell the rest so yeah a little little toot toot and i uh it's not my I, fault I, I, yeah it's your fault so i gave a little toot toot and what happened the baby deer ran and jumped full no, it was no, 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 it was the mom deer. Is you're right. The mom oh, no. looked no. to the left, looked to the right, and ran as fast as she could and jumped off the bridge. The cliff. And then the baby deer the comes. Side. Right? Baby deer comes. The baby deer came and looked over and then went the way that the deer should have gone yes. to where the land was. But the mom deer just jumped over the bridge. And we were completely and just silent. Like it like gone. Because she was so scared that she didn't know what to do. So she was like, oh, my God, a honk. And she just took off and jumped off the bridge. I like to think it was a foggy day and there was a grassy No, the deer's dead. No, deer's deer's dead. dead. I'd like to think it was actually a a pegasus and it flew away. And not only that, but as soon as it happened, we were all quiet, right? Dead quiet. Van's quiet. And then someone, I don't know who, but in the back goes, 
you just killed that deer. <laughs> and we were just driving. We didn't say it, anything. It, the van it was quiet. Was silent for like hours after I, that. It was, I don't want to be the mood killer, but like I raise the mood is I, ra- I raise deer, so uh, the deer got hit. What happened? What happened? Did it flail? Did no, it? It, it, it jumped it, over it, the bridge. It jumped off the bridge. It jumped off a cliff. It jumped off the cliff. And what y'all do after it jumped off a cliff? They continued to drive in silence. Walk away by itself while the mom deer was dead. I like to think that. And the baby did what? What y'all do? It walked away into the night. Can I take a guess? Yeah. It walked away in the night. Y'all are real fucking responsible. We're in a van driving on a highway. I use regular toilet paper, not floss, as well when I. So. I was like, and and look, this is a horrifying. This isn't where I thought this band came. (laughs) I like to think that you guys packed a bowl. So how'd you get Quickly oh, after this? Definitely packed a bowl. No, yeah. no, 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 no. 100%. Yeah, no. Probably 10 of them. This is going to yeah. piss me off. No, this, this is a sad, don't let it piss you off. Because I raised deer. deer. I know, I, I know. Deer. I feel the like deer jumped. for the memorial for that. I did. Yeah, I raised you. He raises deer, people. I raised fucking deer. I we did not kill this deer. So what happened to the deer? It died. It died. The deer's dead. It died. It jumped off the cliff and it died. Died. It's, it's not honks. like we're dying. The they didn't murder Dad the deer. It was like, hey, this you is got a home not a riddle. No, this is a blatant. Okay, literally, this is a. And die. I literally feel like if you stepped on an ant and someone said, "I have an ant farm," they'd have a more of a claim for sympathy. <laughs> I feel like than <laughs> what you have in this. I feel and like, like I wish the deer the best. I what are you eating right there? There it is. Wow. Kind of a heavy story, right? But at least, you know, there was some humor in the end and it broke the ice. And I I think in the end, we all feel good. That was a great episode, in my opinion. I I really loved that one because I was really stressed uh, that I didn't want to give you guys a silent week. You know, we only drop the show once a week. And I know we've got a lot of new fans that we met on this tour and Duddy knows that as well. So yeah, we didn't want people to jump on board and check out the show and then immediately have a week where we didn't drop anything. So we dug deep. And thank you so much to Josh uh, Josh Sugi, Mr. Sugi Tan. He was on the tour with us, and and he was the one that captured that audio, and he was the one that, that worked with me on getting this to you. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging around. I hope you enjoyed the episode. On the way out, let me tell you about our Patreon page. That's right. Patreon is a way that we can give you guys behind the scenes content and we can earn a little bit of money for the podcast so we can pay guys like Josh and the studio and everyone that's doing so much hard work to help us create this show. Um, It's a way for us to do an exchange like that. So our patreon.com account is $4.99 a month. We're dropping like behind the scenes of every episode that we do in the reamp studios. We'll, We'll be on our Patreon. We're going to start bringing you extra weekly content on there. And we're working it all out as we go. But as of now, there are several videos behind the scenes from the uh, summer tour up at the Patreon. Check it out if you want more of this. Have a great week. We love you guys. And I'm going to do something along with my brother to figure out an episode for next week as well. Stay tuned.